0: Brian and I are back to talk all things futures, NASCAR's futures odds championship to make the final four. Thank you, Caesars and Daytona 500 odds are posted. Uh, It's not even 2024 and Brian and I are already back recording uh, back in the saddle. We'll talk about it all today on the angle of pursuit ross chastain use the wall all the way around this racetrack logano has been the class of the field check out the big brain on red yeah i need to change my underwear brian it's december 1st i did not think we would be reuniting so soon uh but when nascar is dropping championship odds championship four odds daytona 500 odds i know they've been out for a little bit of time but uh, we were able to get together. We were able to talk about some of uh, all of the odds and all the stuff that's um, at the forefront of our mind. We'll obviously have lots of time to kind of dive through it, but um, I, I today felt like no 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 better time but today. So we uh, we're diving in. We're talking some NASCAR futures, getting ready for twenty twenty four.
1: Yeah. No, the, the, the best time is now, uh, I've said it on Twitter multiple times already this off season. Like I miss NASCAR already. I know we're in college football championship weekend. The bowls are about to start coming in in, you know, about a week or so, but yeah. Um, ever since the season has ended, my Sundays have felt a little bit empty. Um, you know, the NFL is still going, but working in the industry, I'm already sick of the year. I cannot wait till the end of the regular season. Uh, that's gross to say, but that's the truth. And I miss that break on a Sunday where, you know, three three to four hours, you know, you're just watching watching your bets go up in flames or sweating out a, an outright on a Ryan Blaney championship future, which was awesome to hit on. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that we already have 2024 odds for the Daytona 500 and championship. And we do have the prop already to make the championship for, which I think there is some interesting little numbers that we can dive in there.
0: So let me throw this on the screen so people can see what we're looking at. We're using DraftKings for the for the futures we'll go for the, the cup championship. We'll go over to Caesars for the to make the cup championship. Um and then we'll go back to DraftKings for some Daytona. Always 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 shop it, find the best of the number. Um But let's run through it. William Byron and Kyle Larson are co-favorites to take down the 2024 championship. The defending champion, Ryan Blaney, is plus 650. Uh, Denny is plus 750. Chris Bell, 850. And then Chase Elliott and Martin Truex round out the inside 10-to-1 group. Uh, I guess for you of this chunk... Anyone jumping out, anyone really compelling? Do you feel like we may be getting a value or are these people that when we're talking in June and we're talking in July, maybe we have an opportunity to get a better number.
1: Oh, well, I mean, I, I don't hate Elliot at nine to one. me. he Yeah. Voted most popular driver again, which is complete BS considering he was only there for less than half the season. Uh, but whatever, regardless of regardless of the up phony- Hooters even when on
0: even when he's not racing. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, so regardless like of the know. phony NASCAR award show. Um Yeah, the nine to one on Elliott. I feel like is a decent number. I fully expect him to return to his normal status there. And I do think that the guy that's just below him, Tyler Reddick, 14 to one. I It goes to show you the level that we saw them take take a step up in 2311. And then Tyler Reddick himself. He really started to shine last year. I know he kind of faltered towards the back half of the season, but I expect them to take the next step in progression for that team. And, you know, Reddick is a guy who, if he could get a little more consistent and start to limit some of those mistakes that we saw him have, uh, you know, throughout the year in 2023, he could definitely be a competitor for the championship and 14 to one. I don't mind diving in that early and having my money wrapped up because it's not going to be a ton of my, of my you
0: know, bankroll for the 2024 season anyway. Oh, right. And that's the thing to think about when you're making that kind of bet right now, because you won't be able to potentially cash that bet until like November of twenty twenty four. So it's going to hold it for 10, 11 months. Like that's, that's some time. So you, you want to make sure you're getting value with guys like buyer with guys like Larson, even Blaney. I feel like there'll be a time throughout the season or maybe you don't get, you you get at least as good of a number, if not better. Um, you know, there was points of the season where Kyle Larson was as long as eight to one to win the cup championship, obviously by the middle of the summer, that number is long gone. And by August, September, he's five to one and, you know, down, down, down ever since then. Um, there is opportunity, like I'm looking at, so I'm able to look at Larson, Byron, Blaney and Bell's numbers. Um, from the season kind of to where basically to the championship, kind of how they moved. Larson, like I said, was pretty much between six and eight for the majority of the year. And then obviously crashed as the winter came or as the end of the season came. Um Byron obviously opened us like kind of a more of that Tyler Reddick range as we get to it. And, and obviously, start dominating and that number was quickly gone and all of a sudden away but uh Christopher Bell we got some chances to get some good numbers the best number on him was up to 17 to 1 and then obviously some people smarter than us got plenty at 35 and 40 to 1 to to win the championship so yeah you know there's opportunity if there's somebody that you like that you know maybe they start a little slow maybe you know, if Byron's winning Phoenix and winning Vegas again, or Kyle Larson's winning, and um, you know, the, it kind of running through uh, the the, the, um, the you know the races, you're going to get some good numbers on some guys that maybe start a little slow. If you th- if you think over the course of the year, they're going to be able to figure it out. Um, Bell is interesting to me. I saw him as long as ten to one. He's been in the, the final four twice uh, in the last two years. Obviously you don't expect him to get there every year, uh, but he's really good. He seems like he's still ascending. He's still figuring stuff out, uh, working on his consistency week to week, but he is a guy that can excel in a lot of track types um, that traditionally does really well on the setup for the playoffs um, and, and kind of makes sense. I, if you can get that 10 to one, I don't hate it. 850 eight fifties, a little closer to about where I expect him to be come April, May, June. So like it's hard for me to really pull the trigger there, but I wouldn't fault anyone who went there. And then Chase Elliott's the guy because I think if he comes out and looks great at Phoenix or Vegas or you know any of those early races, even you know um, I got to pull up the schedule because um, yeah, knew- and so so while you're looking at
1: that, that that's something that I was gonna say is that because we have the ridiculousness of the beginning of the schedule of starting with two super speedways. There is a good opportunity for you to maybe like I did last year with Brad Keselowski at 50 to 1 uh before the season started. Like find somebody who's good at a super speedway and just throw like a I mean we're talking the couch change at this because basically all you got to do is get in the playoffs. We saw it. Blaney he was outside he was on the outside looking in of the I think it was in the round of 12, you know, going into the round of eight and then, you know, Bubba Wallace, he was the last guy he advanced to the next round. So, I mean, basically it's, if you could just get in, you have a shot here, especially with, uh, this next gen car cars kind of leveled out the playing field, I guess, especially looking at Blaney having the lowest, I believe, average finish amongst all the championship drivers since we've gone into this format. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see how the numbers get adjusted after those first two races, because you could almost say this season doesn't start until March.
0: Yeah, for because sure. I think
1: it's fair, it, a fair assessment is that Daytona and, and Atlanta, you know, lesser to a, to a lesser extent, but super speedways in general, those are not racecraft yeah. uh tracks. So, I mean, you don't, you can't tell who's good and who isn't until we get into the one and a half like Vegas. Then we go to Phoenix Then we get Bristol and, and that's, yeah,
0: um, so yeah, so Chase is somebody that I'm very interested in, obviously can win Atlanta, you know, Atlanta, Daytona are wild, wild cards. If you like a RFK guy, if you like maybe a Bubba Wallace, we'll get into some of those longer numbers, getting them before Daytona and Atlanta might make some sense. Cause if they get in, they're in the playoffs and yep. and you know, obviously they have to show more throughout the season to really have a shot. Cause Kyle Busch was dominant early and then was a ghost down the stretch. Well, so that yeah, mean it- everything.
1: Yeah. And I think to that point too, like a guy like Elliot, for instance, who has been really good at, at the new Atlanta, if he wins that race right there, he's probably in the Larson Byron range of, you know, five yeah. to one, four and a half to one. And he's probably hovering there the majority of the season in the futures market on championship. So one, jumping 1, on him early, it's probably the route.
0: Yep. And then you get it early and you put that ticket in your pocket And then what you do is hope he wins Atlanta. His number (laughs) crashes down and then a Blaney, a Hamlin, a Byron, maybe they all start fading because Kyle Larson's five to one. And, you know, Chase Elliott is six to one. And now we're getting seven or eight or nine on some of these guys. Maybe they struggle a little bit early. Uh, Then you get another chance. Stick that number in your pocket. Hold on to it. See what happens. So um, I I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, are you are those Daytona? my bad? Um okay, so of the guys from nine to one up, are you interested in adding any of them right now to your to our uh outlook for uh twenty twenty four and obviously get our futures bets rolling? I think I'm gonna add Chase. And I don't I was like
1: just it. gonna say I, I I think Elliot at nine is is a decent yeah. get in price.
0: Yeah. And obviously, we'll we'll search around. I my I feel like that's the best number we can get at this point. Um, but yeah, I I just chase Elliott at nine to one. I think when we you know we were talking we were talking about him last year does as, as basically even money to make the um the final four. Yeah. And obviously, he had the year from hell last year, but that doesn't mean. You know he's just not gonna bounce right back to where he was. So nine to one, Chase elite is going on the card. Anyone else for you um, going on the card right now?
1: I mean, I can't. I, I can't get to five and a half on Larson. I would rather just pull up the like race wins there. And you know, gosh forbid something happens early in the season where he sucks. Yep. And say in Vegas he wrecks out one of his better tracks. You're probably getting a six six and a half i mean assuming he doesn't perform well at the super speedways like he never does yeah. so uh, larson i'd rather wait byron i'd rather wait yeah um blaney gotta, look, blaney ahead. was fantastic yeah. this year but to expect him to win the championship two years in a row during a season where he had what do he won three races i think or something but again He had the lowest average finish ever of a NASCAR cup series champion in this current format. So I'm not going there again at six and a half.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was a reason why he was 35 and 40 as we approached the end of the year. Like he's obviously was, was a really good driver and talents. Never the question. But he, he was struggling. He obviously got his Coke 600 win. Like We joked about him most of the year about not being able to get wins. And we were just waiting for him to get to the all-star race so he could actually win a race. But
1: that's where <laughs> yeah. we were at.
0: And obviously, he got yeah. super hot and was great down the stretch and absolutely earned his championship. But there was a reason he was 35 and 40. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to wait on Larson. I'm going to wait on Byron. I want pieces of both. But I think we can get better numbers, even if it's March or April. Um, Bell is the other guy that was really interesting. I'm going to hold, I'm going to, I feel like if chase play drives better, maybe Denny, maybe some other guy gets real hot early that we get a better number on him. But, um, you know, he's another guy that was having lots of issues. Let's talk about the next range. Cause I think that's where the fun starts. So Tyler Reddick, 23, 11, obviously made tremendous strides in 2023 heading into 2024. Very excited about them as a race team. See what they can do with Denny and Jordan and all those guys. But Tyler, 14. Kyle Busch, 14. Second year with RCR. See if he can find some of that early form and and keep it going through the whole year. Logano at 14. Our boy, the Melon Man, Ross Chastain at 16 to 1. Uh, Some people forget, won the championship race, even though he didn't win the championship. Uh, Seemed to get the monkey off his back. That was his you know, end of the year and kind of what caused some of his issues. The RFK boys are both 18 to one. So if you want some of that, um, not, not bad numbers, given what we expect, uh, their performance at both Talladega and or at uh, Daytona and Atlanta to be, they're both really good. They're both near the front, uh, majority of the race. Um, and I'll cut it off there and then we'll dive into kind of the thirties and, and beyond. So, do you have you know Red between Reddick, Bush, Logano, Chastain, Busher, and Keselowski? Anyone jumping out as that lumber that number is really uh, appealing, and I'm potentially going to add them to the card.
1: Well, I mean, look, it's going to sound disgusting, and I'm going against every ounce of uh, like everything in my heart. Here Do it. Is. Ford has a new body style. Joey Logano is coming off quite possibly his worst season he's had in quite some time. We're starting the season. I mean, again, this is going completely ignoring the two super speedway tracks, which by the way, Penske, Logano, Blaney, those guys are incredible there too, but we're starting the season with Las Vegas and Phoenix where Logano has historically ran really well at, albeit, you know, this last year he qualified well and then sucked in Vegas, blah, blah, blah. We, we saw all that stuff, but in Phoenix, Logano is great. Uh, We saw Blaney win there or win the championship there. He was the second best car to Ross Chastain. I expect Ford to level up the playing field between these guys. Logano, 14 to one. What if he starts the year and he wins two, two of the first four races? Like this is a Kyle Larson type number. And I think that you could get a buyback number on him too. Even if he struggles, you could just come back. And I think 14 to one is really not that hard to swallow on somebody who has championship pedigree didn't perform like we expected the previous year. And we can expect a regression to the mean, which is him making the playoffs and making a deep run.
0: Yep. And if Brian's in on a, on Joey Logano, who he famously uh, is not a fan of that, that tells you all you need to know. I, I think he made some phenomenal points. I think that number could be squished early. Um, And yeah, you know, two wins in his first four or five races. That totally makes sense. So, I'm in on that. I think 14 for Logano is perfectly fair. I like Chastain at 16. Um, You know, he's somebody that I could see maybe being a little more gettable in the season. Maybe we can get a 20 on him. Um, So being patient is fine there, but yeah, I think, I think Logano is really compelling and I I really like your argument there. Uh, Let's go into the longer shots. This is where if you can get in on one of these guys early, you might have something. And there's a few names here that I'm pretty excited about. So Ty Gibbs, 30 to 1. He might be somebody that I'm looking as more of like a to make the final four as opposed to actually win the championship. And but I'm we- also
1: interested in his wins prop
0: yeah. as well. And yeah. obviously once the wins prop and some of the uh, over-under team wins and all that yeah. stuff happens, Brian and I will be back to do this again because we that those are really fun to talk about. Gibbs is somebody that just in general in 2024, I'm going to be pretty excited about. I think it's going to be really, really fun to bet, Um, especially early. I think we're going to get some good numbers on him. Um, And he was impressive. He even seemed like he was kind of fading down the stretch. And then he got hot and started winning and started being really competitive in races and top fives. And he can show he can thrive on a few different track types. Obviously he's going to have to, uh, it, you know, continue to improve to show he can win at a variety of courses to make sure that he's getting there um, at the end of the year. Uh, but 30-1, I don't hate it. it. You know, I'd probably I'd probably be a little more patient, but maybe he goes and wins Atlanta or something stupid, and um, all of a sudden Ty Gibbs <laughs> is somebody that we're kind of excited about, um, you know, for, for a championship win.
1: Yeah. It, the thing about Gibbs his number at 30 to one, I, I want to see him win in the cup yeah. series first yeah. before I go out here and I uh, peg him to win the championship. Like yeah. uh, he's looked great. The problem has been just completing races on Sunday where, you know, he's ran into a myriad of problems, whether it be him on track or, you know, something happening on pit road. Um, You know, so I, I like his prospects for the 2024 season. I'm really excited to see what his win props look like, because I do think that this is the year where he breaks through possibly, Um, you know, but again, I got to see what the, what the prices are because we know if the kid did one thing, right. This last year, it was, he unloaded with some damn speed Uh and I don't expect that to change. And, you know, on come race days, I think you're going to have to jump on his numbers early because it's going to be more of the same in, in 2024.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. I want to hope he gets some good matchups for like season win totals and that kind of stuff. I think they're gonna yeah. there's gonna be opportunity, but the, I don't think I don't think this is quite it. Uh, are we both putting Bob at 35?
1: Uh, see, I don't know if I can get there though. Like he's been fantastic, but
0: he's somebody that stepped up that started showing he can be more competitive at road courses. Like he's obviously yeah. not not wasn't contending for wins. But he was top five, top ten type candidate. Uh, he was obviously really good at mile and a halfs. He's a super speedway, really good driver there. You know, a Talladega, a Daytona, maybe even Atlanta. Like, there's ways for him to to do real well early. I do feel like market sentiment, just kind of in general, on him is never really as high as the as as we are on him. So there, I guess there is a possibility that that drifts especially if, you know, somebody else comes out and wins a couple of races. Maybe that's all of a sudden 40, 45, 50. Like, I I think potential is there. But that's a number where if he comes out and wins Daytona and then looks good at at Vegas and looks good at maybe the Roval, like all of a sudden we're, we're stacking things up and that number is 35 to 25 to 20 to 18. And, you know, and then it's just not coming back at that point. So obviously a lot has to happen for that to happen. But yeah, he is somebody yeah. that when I looked at the odds, seemed he seems a lot better than the area he's listed in terms of odds.
1: I mean, admittedly, uh, I, I bet this number for the show at 40 to one, uh, the beginning of last year, right? the, the Yes, he made the playoffs. The issue was, you know, he didn't he didn't reach victory lane,
0: and but we're getting him you know at it was thirty five, and he showed tremendous strides, like his ability to be competitive at racetracks is yeah like,
1: tracks that he hadn't traditionally done right. well
0: at either, right? So that's why I'm like, it's not really that big of a difference than what we did last year. Yeah, it's, we saw so much such strides, and obviously, like. I totally get it if you want to be patient, because there is a possibility that even when we're talking in June, this number is maybe thirty, um, or th- you know, or we get it to drift out a little bit, and we're getting a forty or a fifty. So, like, I totally get being patient with it, but I think I can tell myself a narrative where he comes out, he looks awesome, he is competitive at Vegas, he wins one of the super speedway races, and that number is just gone. But like I said, that's a that's a lot. <gasps>
1: Yeah, like I, when when we dive into the championship four, uh market here in a second, I, I'm really curious about that because I think that's much more likely and you're still going to get a decent price on that and he doesn't have to win in Phoenix where he's not really that good. Yeah. You know, I guess you could say. So, yeah, I, I feel like that's the better route to go with Bubba and then look at his wins prop or, you know, a matchup for the season as well.
0: All right, I'm going to read off some names and numbers. If I get to somebody that you're actually interested in, even if you're not going to add them to the card, just want to talk more, uh, please stop me. Alex Bowman, forty-five to one. Josh Berry, fifty-five to one. Mi amigo Daniel Suarez at seventy. Our boy Chase Briscoe, ninety. I don't one. hate it. I don't, I hate, don't it. hate it. Don't hate it. Bounce back from SHR. They had the. They had a bad year last year. They did expect- not
1: have a bad year. They had the well, year from hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Harvick like, was fine, but yeah, they, they, their cars were just like turtles at some races. Like they just weren't they moving. Were um, 90 to one. is kind of fun. Put 10 bucks on it, put it in your pocket Think and think about it later. Uh, John Hunter, Nemechek, Eric Jones, Austin, Dylan. Now we're talking 200 with Ryan priest with Austin. Sindrick, at ricky yeah, stenhouse like i don't know that we can bet any of these guys right
1: yeah it, for a championship there's no way none of those guys are even going to be close to competing there
0: i don't think we're i don't even think like like ross chastain we got like uh, two years ago at like 60 50 or 60 yeah, i think it was 60 yeah and like that i just don't know that there's anybody that's ready to ascend that could legit, like. Is there someone in here that you if we flip over the cards and it's I don't know, like August or September, we're getting ready for the playoffs, that like they're at least in contention and potentially a playoff driver this year? Like, do you do you think like obviously
1: I think the legacy team transitioning over to Toyota now officially they can get rid of the bad blood they had with Chevrolet come, you know, the middle of last season, when that announcement got made, you saw a a distinct like disadvantage they were put at immediately when probably just the communication between the garage and the manufacturers started to dwindle because they knew they were, they were dipping. I mean, towards the end of the season, those guys were talking with the Toyota people. They weren't even dealing with Chevrolet. So uh, there's definitely something going there, but I think full off season, with the Toyota camp legacy has some. Uh, you know, they started to show something a little bit later. I think a guy like Eric Jones could potentially make the playoffs. I'm not saying he's going to win the championship, but definitely think he could, could compete for a playoff spot.
0: Yeah. He is somebody I'm pulling up his, his kind of run because yeah, cause down the stretch, he actually started to look much better and was like actually sort of competitive in some races and like, um you know was interesting like he had a nice little run from you know Daytona he was 18th Darlington he top 10 Kansas he was third um you know and then he had some bumps in the road but like he he showed enough at a different few different places and like you mentioned switching to maybe it's maybe we're a year ahead of things right maybe next year yeah. is the year where they learn and then the year after but I, I don't hate the call especially here and maybe he's somebody that like we're betting to make the playoffs or make the final exactly, but that two hundred to one like it, if you. if I had to bet somebody or I guess he's one thirty but I think he's sort of interesting um but yeah it's hard to get to anybody so so far only person I've added is uh, Chase Elliott you added Chase Elliott as well are you gonna add anyone else
1: yeah I I am gonna stick to my word here and I'm gonna add that disgusting number 22 car do it I love it I I just like the number because of the possibility that he comes out like a ball of fire yeah and that and he's like actually
0: got years. championship like ability like he could easily exactly. win exactly like yeah so that, uh, we're not talking about Gibbs or someone who can't hasn't shown the ability to win consistently and you know, like he did last year or two years ago go in what if Penske goes back to back what if it's Austin Sindrick year Oh, my God. Gonna, don't even talk like that. What if don't he even talk figures like it out? Like, you know, he's 200 to one. He, he was in last place in a lot of races, but. <laughs> I was just going to say. He had
1: worse cars than Rick Ware cars for gosh yeah, sakes. There's no so way that Cindric is competing.
0: He is so bad. That was that's so frustrating. Uh, all right. Let's flip over and look at to make the championship four odds. These are in alphabetical order. So we'll just run through them, talk about some of our favorites as I get to them, and uh see if anybody wants to make the card. So to make the championship for Alex Bowman is eight to one. There you go. 30 Cedric to 30 to
1: one.
0: one. Austin Dillon's 20 to 1. Brad K at three and a half to one. Bubba at seven to one to make the championship four. That's kind of interesting, especially given what his outright is at 30 to 1. 30, 35 yeah. to 1.
1: I actually like that a lot better than say like if you continue down, you get to a guy like Chris Busher four to one.
0: Yeah, that seems short. Chase plus one sixty. So even to make the championship, that makes me feel so much better about adding him at nine to one. Uh Chris Bell at plus one sixty, Busher at four to one, Chase Briscoe at twenty to one. I don't hate uh, look, that
1: dude. We we almost hit the fifty to one championship if he would have just yeah. gotten in because he was good in Phoenix.
0: I think it was like one fifty to one.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, Whatever the number was, I remember it was Denny,
0: Denny's sort of interesting. Obviously had a good year, but just couldn't do quite enough. Joey Logano at plus two twenty five was really compelling, especially nice. since yeah, we like fourteen to one to win the championship.
1: That's gonna be the first one I got here. Yeah,
0: can you add that for me as well? Yeah, um, I like that a lot. That feels like a good number. And remember, Ryan, it is only December first, so we can we don't have to add every bet today. We can. Oh yeah, right.
1: no, I'm not. <laughs> and and obviously too, I'm like I want to shop the market myself as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, no interest in John Hunter. No interest in Josh Berry. Kyle Bush at plus 325. Uh, Kyle Larson at plus money to make the final four. It's kind of interesting.
1: I think Chastain is a good number. If you continue down, you go to the Chastain
0: number. Four to one. Yeah. I don't hate that. Four to one to have a bounce back season. I think that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I would rather bet that than get his championship
0: yeah, I think that's completely reasonable. Any okay,
1: oh, spe- speaking of that, real quick. So, if, talking about like correlated numbers, for instance, Joe Logano is fourteen to one to make the yep. championship for, yep. But he's plus he's plus two twenty or he's fourteen to one to win the championship at DK and only plus two twenty five to make the championship for. Chastain is sixteen to one to win the championship. You're only getting two two dollars there, but he's four to one to make the championship four. The yeah. value there is the championship for bet because people don't think he could win the championship. If it comes down to him, Larson Blaney or Logano and yeah. so-and-so, you know? So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious to see Trackhouse in general. Like obviously it was a weird season. They had a big chunk of a crappy year and then kind of, obviously he was amazing at the last race of the year. So yeah, he is somebody that's interesting to me. I don't hate that number.
1: I wish we got no prices on these, though.
0: Yeah, like I'd I'd want to bet like no Chase Elliott, no Ryan Blaney.
1: Honestly, two... I would bet no Ryan Blaney. Yeah. Like, I love Ryan Blaney, but
0: a lot had to go right for him to be awesome yeah. last year. Um, Tyler Reddick at plus three twenty five is really interesting. I think I'd rather bet him at plus that. I'd re- I think I'd rather bet him at plus three twenty five. Ross at four to one, and you know I love the watermelon man.
1: And by the way, Redick is also fourteen to one for the championship, just like Logano.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm going to add that.
1: You're going to add the Red Dog.
0: Yeah, championship four. Cause I, I mean, he showed a lot.
1: I was just going to say, I almost feel like you might get a good number on Reddick's championship future. If say, for instance, super speedway races don't go well for him. He's not traditionally good there. And then say he has a mistake at Vegas, because I do think it's going to take a mistake for him not to finish well there. And then you're going to get two tracks where he's not that good at Phoenix and Bristol. And then we go to Coda. And I think heading into say Bristol, for instance, if his season has started kind of slow, I think you could get in at a really good price before he starts to rattle off, yeah. like uh, you know, a string of really good finishes. Yeah,
0: he could be a twenty-five or thirty guy like Ryan Blaney yeah. was. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else you're considering or numbers that are appealing? Like Gibbs at eight to one, I think is fun. Um, I think both Chastain and Reddick are interesting. I prefer Reddick. I think. I was gonna
1: say I'm. I'm gonna add the Chastain number. I actually. I actually like that. Do it. And we're gonna have to come back, and uh, obviously this is not our season preview, so these are not our Championship Four picks. These are just their Championship Four bets right now.
0: Right. This is based on odds. We will be back um, a few times. We will hopefully have some guests joining us to preview the year. We'll obviously be getting you set for Daytona. So should make sure if you are watching for the first time that you are subscribed, that you are, um, smashing that thumbs up, then you're letting us them. know what is your favorite championship future as we sit here in January and December. Uh, cause we will re come back in January. We'll come back in February and, and need updates and let you know where we're at. Uh, before we get out of here, Brian, let's talk some Daytona cause yeah, the odds are up. um, I think of these, like I think of maybe like the master's futures where a lot of them are probably going to be better, like the week of the race, but there is a potential to get in on some guys that maybe we're a little higher on than consensus. Um, And maybe come race week, we're holding a 50 instead of a 35 or we're holding a 25 instead of a 15. So like, We'll, we'll run through it. Obviously, super speedways are crapshoots, and the numbers are, are interesting. But Blaney nine to one, Busher eleven to one, Chase Elliott. This is also a great way, by the way, if you look at the top of the odds board, and then you go look at futures, and the numbers don't make sense. This could be a place to jump in. Uh, Busher, Elliott, Kozlowski, Byron, Hamlin, Logano, Kyle Busch, uh, Kyle Larson any of these like compelling to you making you think you know anything specific like where's your head at
1: i mean none of these i'm not running to the board to bet any of these numbers especially like you said like heading into daytona week you're probably going to get the same maybe a dollar shorter on these i the one thing i will say is i think there's a there's a chance that depending on what these cars look like in the clash that the public comes in and bets the numbers a specific way yeah. so like say, say the fords come out and say logano for instance does really well in the clash again and his number probably gets hammered heading into daytona because he's really good at super speedways blah 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 so you're missing out on 14 to 1 that said like even a 10 to 1 bet at daytona you don't have a you don't have that good of a chance to catch that regardless. So I'm not in a hurry to bet any of these numbers.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ryan priest looked good at the clash and his number crashed and had no chance of winning the race. So
1: exactly. You
0: don't want to get too excited based on one little race, but um, there is possibly some potential though. Cause uh, you know, we get to Ross Chastain, You could go back to the well with Denhouse, who's 20 to one. We can go do the Bubba thing at 20 to one.
1: Bubba at 20, I feel like so far that I've seen is the best value amongst the top guys, for sure. Yeah,
0: Yeah. he's definitely a super speedway guy who got better. And I think this is a place where he could be really good. Um, Truex at 25, I don't hate. I know he had a really frustrating end of the season. Him and James Small were bickering and bitching at each other down the stretch, but that is interesting. He's somebody that we saw make strides on uh, Super Speedways in the new car last season. I don't hate 25. He feels like somebody that's probably 18 to 20 um, come race day, so that's, that's a decent value there. Gibbs, Barry, Briscoe, 28. I know like we're becoming a weirdly chase Briscoe fanboy podcast, but <laughs> he is somebody that, you know, not necessarily Daytona, but was good at super speedways, good at Talladega. Um, well, just
1: boards in general. Remember yeah, they last year, sure. they absolutely crushed in qualifying sure. at those tracks. So.
0: Um,
1: I will say just looking ahead to the 2024 season, we are definitely going to have to, uh, exercise of practice in um restraint
0: at Mm -hmm. super speedways (laughs) i think in general just like being patient and not firing 100 bets at the board just because it's a race day
1: well i mean especially for the daytona 500 everybody gets really excited um obviously we're not gonna we're not gonna leave you with an empty card that's for sure but (laughs) but, yeah but i'm definitely not throwing blind blindfolded darts at the, Eric at the Jones garage.
0: 35 to 1 is pretty interesting.
1: I I like that again. Again, going back to what I said about them jumping into Toyota, like I because the Toyota Garage is so small still, I don't feel like they're gonna be the back marker of the garage. Like ideally, yeah, they'll probably have less resources than the Joe Gibbs and the 2311 team, but still, you're only looking at a total of eight cars in in that manufacturer right now so i you know that to me holds an advantage and it actually adds to the potential of this of them at the super speedways adding those two drivers and then i think also we're getting a couple of other like bonus entrants as well so
0: i think legacy is in general is trying to put more money into the team trying to be better so uh, this could be a way to get in a little bit earlier uh mcdowell mcdriver at 40 to one don't hate that Talked about the Fords. Yeah, definitely don't need to He's right. been somebody that's been pretty good here. I think he makes some sense. I could see him being somebody that could steam closer to race day. Um, I'm excited about uh, JHN
1: this year. Yeah. But admittedly.
0: Sta- I could, staying
1: I'm, with the Yotes and yeah. you know jumping into the legacy, the second legacy car.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and Eric Jones could be a fun team. Uh, I don't trust Carson Josevar. That dude is... Uh, <laughs> Still thinking about that race. Um any longer shots that we think maybe by race day we're looking at 45 or 35. Corey LaJoy 80 to
1: 1 at any super speedway, I feel like yeah. is a good bet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we need
1: Especially to add that. Especially with them taking over the third charter from from uh uh live fast. Like yeah. clearly money is coming in to spire motorsports.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think I'm going to add LaJoy, and I think I'm going to add McDriver. We'll have to create the, update the sheets. We have a 2024 version. Um, I don't think there's anybody else that I'm actually considering. Anybody you're actually, even if you're not adding them, you're considering them
1: uh well i like the bubba number at 20. yeah i want to i want to shop around and see if maybe there's like a 21 or 22 around because i think that's there's a chance there and then um eric jones 35 he's he's another one i really want to shop around and see if i could potentially get like a 40 on him right now because i think there's a good possibility that this guy levels up in 2024
0: Jones, McDriver, and and Corey LaGioia, the three that I, I think are most interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll shop it and put the best of the number up there and see what we can get going um, and go from – oh, Jesus. Washington's just
1: <sighs> so dumb. If you follow me on Twitter, by the way, as we close out this show, you saw the uh, firestorm debate that I started a couple of days ago when I asked the question – Why is Oregon so highly touted right now? Make sure the
0: game ends the way you think it's going. Oh, no, no,
1: no. Look, I'm not going to say anything because the game's not over. That said, I don't know how people automatically assume that Oregon was just going to trounce a team that they already lost to once this year. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay, Brian. We talked uh, futures. We talked uh, championship four. We talk Daytona 500, um, and it's only January. It's only December first. Like it's super early. Um, as we sit here, do you have a favorite bet, a most interesting bet, something that's you're you're really compelled to to find some uh, find some access to for 2024.
1: Yeah, I I think it's got to be uh, again extremely disgusting. It's got to be the Joey Logano uh, futures here, whether it be the championship future at fourteen to one, or even just to make the championship four at two yeah. and a quarter. I, we're talking about a guy that came off one of the most impressive seasons we have seen uh, two years ago when he won the championship. I like he's a tremendous driver. He's one of the best at manufacturing good races, which is something you have to do when you're battling through, you know, the trials and tribulations of an entire thirty-six race season. And when you're getting this good of a of a of a number just based on last season's struggles, where it's almost as if they intentionally started to punt a lot of the stuff in the twenty two camp to help the twelve in the playoffs because they knew that he was the better car. They so they yeah. surely worked. For me, it's got to be the Joey Logano futures.
0: Yeah, I think Logano to make the final four, to make to win the championship. I think those are good numbers and worth. You know, it, it's hard to hold your money for that long, but it, yeah. it, it is a really good number. Really, really interesting. Brian, it felt good to get back up here, get get the wheels rolling, get get some NASCAR talk in our lives. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, we will be back uh, probably next month post. Uh, post-holidays but we'll you know we'll see if we get odds
1: Kyle's gonna have some extra duties here in a little bit so yeah
0: lots and lots of duties uh, to, to take care of so uh, but if the calendars sync up and the information is out there and we have lots of thoughts we will we will sync up and try and do this as often as possible so make sure you stay subscribed so you know when the content comes out That's Brian Twining. Make sure you're following him for all his anti-Oregon takes on Twitter. Uh, I am Notorious KRO. Make sure you follow me there. Uh, Felt good to get back out, talk everything NASCAR, and we'll talk to you next time.